Hello! I know I'm interrupting, but before this podcast, 3CR has an important public service announcement. Currently, we are running our annual Radiothon, where we ask for your donations to keep community broadcasting alive. We rely on your support to keep media alternative. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. And with that done, I hope you enjoy your show. Freedom of Species brings animal advocacy to the airwaves. It's a radio program dedicated to raising awareness of issues concerning animals. This includes advocacy, activism, protection, conservation, importantly, appreciation. The show is broadcast from the 3CR studios in Melbourne on 855am. Welcome to the show. Thanks to Sally for another great show of Out of the Pan. And today we are Adam Cardellini, Kate Gracie, and I'm Nick Pendergrass, and welcome to our Radiothon show. Hello, everybody. G'day. So we're raising money for the Radiothon. We're also going to be joined uh, by Violet as well. Um, you got the surname as well, Kate? Violet Coco from Extinction yep. Rebellion. Yep, and so she's going to be talking a bit about uh, climate change, environmental movements, also how veganism and animal issues fit in with that as well. And we wanted to talk a little bit about our, um, yeah, about the Radiothon, about the importance of donating to keep our show and, and 3CR going. Uh, to start things off. So, yeah, Kate, do you want to start off talking about them? Well, we have to raise, this year we have to raise, I think it's uh, in the order of $1,600. And that's to keep 3CR on the air for another year. You know, 3CR is a community radio. It operates on the smell of an oily rag. And um, we are one of the very few alternatives to mainstream media. So it's really important that we remain on air. We give... um, Real voices, a chance to speak about real issues, and it's not the it's not the top end of town issues, and it's not the top end of town interests. So we really need to stay on air, and we really need your help to stay on air. So it's and the issues that we're talking about are social justice issues, are environmental issues, and with freedom of species, they're animal rights issues, and we really need to stay on air. There's no one else doing well. Virtually, there's virtually no one else doing what we do. There's a few brave, lonely souls around the country doing this kind of stuff but we are the most radical the most left community radio station in australia and we need your support to keep going so please please donate i'm going to give you some numbers now so i hope you've got a pen handy so the number to call is 03 uh, that's to call up you won't be put through to the studio so don't worry you won't be in the hot seat on air You'll go through to someone very lovely who will take down your pledge details. And if you don't have, if you don't want to even speak to anyone, if you really, really don't even want to communicate at all with someone, you can call up um, just by SMS and you can pledge your support by SMS. And the number to, com- to call for that is 0488809855. So please, please call and every little bit helps. And you can also donate online at 3cr.org.au if you'd rather donate online. Um, Yeah, you can also, yeah, just to mention the pledges, you can pledge now and pay later. So you don't have to pay right now. You can just pledge a certain amount and pay it later at a time of your convenience as well. That Uh, includes, you can even come into the studio if you live around here and pay in person or you can pay by credit card. There's a whole, there's a plethora of ways you can um, fulfil your pledge. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, in terms of uh, 3CR, there's been, you know, the Australian Federal Police recently raided the ABC studios, which has been a, a huge story. And I think it's also worth reflecting on, yeah, I guess the ABC generally, there's often been much more subtle acts of government interference in the ABC. There's been, um, there was a cancelling of shows years ago, there's a show called The Glass House. More recently, there's a show called Tonightly. And both of them are comedy shows, but they had quite a strong political edge to them and you know I don't know the inner workings of the ABC or the government but there is at least sort of um, discussions around how far can the ABC go in terms of being critical of the government when they're actually funded by the government and obviously we have the same thing with the corporate sector and commercial media uh, the media often can't be too crit- critical of corporations who are sponsoring their content as well so it is really important to have an independent voice um, and that is separate from government separate from um, commercial
commercial interests as well. So we can bring you um, radical voices and be critical of governments, critical of corporations. But because of that, we need to be funded by people. So I really encourage you to donate. Again, you do that at 3cr.org.au 94198377 to call and you can SMS on 0488809855. And we've got some pledges that have come in already, which is fantastic. Jackie Brown has from Brunswick has donated $10. Thank you so much, Jackie. And Sally Goldnuff, who was the presenter, um, our last presenter that you just heard from Out of the Pan, she's pledged $20. Thank you so much, Sally. And thank you, Jackie. That's they're fantastic. Thank you very, very much. That is much appreciated. And make sure you listen to Sally's show, Out of the Pan. You can find it at 3cr.org.au and check out all of Sally's episodes. Uh, lots of great episodes, challenging transphobia, biophobia, homophobia, etc. Really important stuff to listen into. So shall we go to a song? And we, in the meantime, while we're playing a song, we're going mm. to just call up um, Violet? Violet Coco mm. and um, we'll have a chat to her about Extinction Rebellion and how... It relates to animal rights. Yep. So, yeah, I'll, I'll introduce the song. And I, I did want to say also before, just say something about freedom of species as well. So, yeah, I think, yeah, it is, as, as Kate mentioned, it's really important to hear um, a show specifically about animals. Obviously, you know, real, lots of really important human and environmental social justice issues here at 3CR as well. But I think it's also important to um, not just speak up for this one species, but all the species who are all capable of suffering and all important individuals as well. So, yeah, really important. I think we're a really important show on a really important radio station and on the on in the vein of do you want to promote that now or no no no, no you keep going no, in in the vein of uh, 3CR and yeah this is a song uh, petrol girls big, big mouth um, and it's all about voices of the marginalized which is what 3CR is all about and obviously we're speaking for marginalized animals on this show the show is sort of about marginalized voices in terms of women uh, but yeah so many important um, yeah social justice issues covered on 3CR I do have to add in note that there is some swearing in this song okay but just before we go to Petrol Big Mouth. I just want to tell you really quickly about some books we're selling today as well. Um, we've got a bunch of kids' books um, about anti-vivisection. And I know you go, kids' books, anti-vivisection, that sounds a bit traumatic, and it's not. They're these beautiful books that have been donated by the writer Kathleen McLaren, who's a Tasmanian teacher, and she's written these beautiful um, storybooks with great illustrations that she's done herself. And there, it's called Kitty McSporran Saves the Animals. Um, so that we're selling those for ten dollars each. They're great books. So buy one for your favourite kid or for your local primary school library because it's a primary school age kind of um, subject matter. The way it's been presented, hmm. um, buy one, yeah, for your favourite kid. Have one, maybe get one now and re- ready for Christmas, something hmm. like that. Um, they're ten bucks each. We've also got one copy only of Lawrence Pope's book, Some Touch of Pity. Um, I haven't read it because I don't have time to read at the moment, but a friend of mine's read it and she said it's an absolute ripper. Um, that's selling for $25. So they've been, they've been donated. All these books have been donated by the, the, by the writers for uh, fundraising purposes. So all proceeds of these books will go to Radiothon. So give us a hoy if you want to buy uh, one of these books. Let us know. Um, now let's go to what's the name of this song again? Um, it is called Big Mouth, and it's by Petrol Girls. That's the one. Let's do it. Welcome back to Three CR, bringing you animal advocacy, animal, animal advocacy on the airwaves of Three CR. It's our radiothon show. So just a reminder, um, yeah, please donate to the show. You can find all the information at three crorgau We appreciate any donations. We're going to go to our uh, interview now with Violet Coco, who is a climate activist with Extinction Rebellion. Um, are you there on the line, Violet? I am, Adam. How's your day going? Yeah, good. Uh, I, I'm Nick, uh, but yeah, sorry, we're, we're all in different spots in the studio. Oh. We've, got, we've got Nick, Adam and Kate here. <laughs> Thanks Hi, for joining Nick, us. Adam, Kate. No worries. It's going to be hard to tell the difference who's talking. Well, I, I think you'll know me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hi, Kate. And yeah, I, I guess for listeners' background, um, a couple of weeks ago, we actually played Violet's talk from an Extinction Rebellion um, yeah, ev- event uh, that was post-election. And I really, uh, really loved your talk, Violet, and we'll, we'll definitely get on to some of the points uh, or elaborate on some of the points you made in that, that talk as well as getting on to some other issues as well. Uh, maybe before we get into all of it, though, could you maybe just introduce yourself to listeners a bit about yourself and how you got involved with climate change activism? 
Yeah, sure. Um, so I was a philosophy student, or still am. I've got three subjects left at Macquarie University in Sydney. And um, I took a gap year to drive around and look at um, resource management in, uh, like, division of resources in intentional communities. Um, and as I was driving around to, to find these places that were supposed to be self-sustaining, um, it became really apparent that we were no longer able to as easily live off the land because of climate change. Um, I came to Melbourne and um, started to talking to some scientists and they um, they basically said that, you know, we're, we're, too, we're sort of hitting that place where we're too late, like we really needed to make changes yesterday and uh, I learned all about the science that I guess we all kind of know but um, and it's a lot easy, it's easy to kind of be in denial um, when you're outside of it and um, and yeah just got sucked in and I hope to finish my degree once we've acknowledged the climate emergency but for now I've just you know time to act and I listened to Greta and jumped on the bandwagon and devoted you know most of my time to XR to, to help save the planet and I, and a lot of people with us as well so that's how I got involved. Yeah, and one thing that came up on in your talk was uh, the importance of direct action, and we definitely have spoken about direct action on the show, I guess uh, more focused around animal issues. But, yeah, maybe you could talk a bit about, yeah, the importance of direct action in terms of uh, advocating for the climate and, and in social justice movements generally. Yeah. So we've, we've tried lobbying. Um, you know, the, the climate movement has been working really hard for a long time. This is not something that's, that's new, that's popped up, of, that we've known for a long time how bad the situation is. And um, unfortunately, thanks to people like Rupert Murdoch, who continually print climate denial, uh, you know, it's just not getting out there and, and people aren't listening. They don't realise how bad the situation is. And so, you know, it's, it's time that we have to rebel. We have to um, basically... Take, take it into our own hands as, as the united people and, and make sure that we save our planet. We can't leave it to the people who are in charge of the companies. We can't leave it to our government because they're being controlled by and, and manipulated by, by the capital system. And so um, it's gone beyond the point where we can work within the system that we have to save our planet and so we're left to disrupt the system and and that's just what the science says um extinction rebellions based off social science and um the best way to make fast change within a society and um and i know that i covered the the 3.5 percent in that speech and, and a lot of that's off um a a lot of research that's been done into social movements um the erica chenworth and um Stefan released a um, paper from Columbia University in 2011 that said, you know, all you need is 3.5% of the population on the streets and uh, you, you need actually less than that, um, you know, if, if it's successful. But at max, 3.5% of the population on the streets will um, it was, it was never failed to, to produce results. So that's what we're aiming for. Do you think you're going to make 3.5% with the Extinction Rebellion? Is that something that is, is that the objective? Yeah, that's totally the objective. And um, I think I think that we'll be successful before 3.5, um, to be honest. You know, with the way that we're conducting the movement, um, with the peaceful nature of it and the, the high level of disruption, um, it's already been successful in so many countries. And... Um, yeah, I mean, Extinction Rebellion has been is one of the fastest growing movements in climate action. Uh, it's really, really inspiring to see every every action we do just exponentially grows. We've got so many people on board now, so many people signed up, and um, yeah, I, I really think that you know once you hit that social tipping point of understanding that we are in an emergency, we definitely um, will see results, and I, I, I really do believe that. Yeah, there was um, an, an amazing turnout at your snap rally, um, your post-election snap rally of people yeah. that weren't previously e Extinction Rebellion people that have, have been so appalled by the results of the federal election that people seem to come out in droves. And then all those people marching, there was so much support from bystanders as, the, as that rally passed through the CBD. That's right. <laughs> you know, a couple of months ago, 
we were getting turnouts of like 200 people to our events and now it's 2,000. So, yeah, we really are seeing that result and those pe people coming on board, especially with the latest news about the Adani mine getting its final green light. We're really expecting a lot of people to, to snap out of expecting the system to, to um, respond to the emergency without us doing something about it and forcing them. We saw also really good um, uh, crowds for Extinction Rebellion in London and that there was a lot of that on the news. The news seemed yeah. to cover that a lot and there were amazing, amazing rallies that really seemed to um, force the, the government's hand because I think it was just just following immediately following that that they called, uh, they declared a climate emergency. Is that right? That's right. So they put forward their Facebook event to have their rally in April and only 2,000 people clicked attending on that. And then they ended up being able to hold the streets for um, for just over a week, actually. And, um, and yeah, the, the Labor government acknowledged Extinction Rebellion and the, the youth actions for, for making that possible. And, um, yeah, it's just... And now England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, even actually um, the state of ACT in Australia has declared a climate emergency and many councils around Australia. So, yeah, we really are seeing it work already. And it's easy to sort of say we don't have enough now, but you have to sort of think of it as a ball that's sort of rolling down a hill. And as we gain momentum, it just becomes harder and harder to stop that ball from rolling down. Yeah, and there's some um, interesting... So the climate emergency declaration actually started here in Melbourne in Darwin City Council, first uh, first council to declare a client emergency two years ago, or over two years ago now. And we've seen there's now over 500 councils and governments around the world, which include a population of more than 50 million people, represent 50 million people around the world who have declared a climate emergency. Just wondering if you could talk about how we move beyond just a declaration, because we've seen a declaration is sort of like... Um, a, a council or a government putting their, their hand up and saying, yep, I care, but what is the next step? How do we get a climate emergency response, not just yeah. a declaration? Yeah, um, that's a really good point. So uh, Extinction Rebellion has three demands. So the first demand is to tell the truth, and, and overarching that is the, the climate emergency. And, and that means that um, you know the, what, the situation that we en are in should be front-page news, it should be announced by our government, the second step is zero by 2025. And um, why that date is because really it should have been yesterday. And we just understand that that's if we fast action move into zero by 2025, that's pretty much as fast as we can kind of pull those levers. And there's three levers that we need to pull. Um, we need to go carbon neutral. Um, we need to get rid of all the super pollutants. Um, we need to carbon extract, so plant trees to get carbon out of the atmosphere and um, cool the planet. So that with those four levers pulled, we can achieve zero by 2025. And the third demand by Extinction Rebellion is a citizens' assembly. And why we um, advocate for that is, like I said, Extinction Rebellion is really based on looking at social movements in the past. And when you declare a climate emergency um, or an emergency situation, there can be repression um, within within that system because, you know, you're trying to push things quickly through. And so a citizens' assembly is a way to make sure that the people have a say in what's going on. And that works kind of like jury duty. And, um, and that is also going to break our politicians out from their election campaigns, from having to um, lobby and, and make compromises on, um, on one thing for another so that um, we can just focus on what's important and, and look at the science and, and really set things straight with everybody's um, consent. We should just have a little, very short break here with, with Violet. Just stay with us, but I just want to read out some more pledges that have come in. We've we've had some more donations. Lisa Rees, who is one of our um, um, longest supporters in the for freedom of species, she's been supporting us pretty much since the get go. Lisa has donated thirty dollars. Thank you so much, Lisa. You are unreal. And we've also got a donation from Tony who does 3CR's Come On, Come In show. And Tony has um, donated $5. Thank you very much, Tony. That is fantastic. And Tony says he supports the charity Paw, and that's a, an, um, a wonderful uh, animal charity. But thank you very, very much, Tony. That's terrific. 
We've also got $30 from Kate Elliott, a pre previous Freedom of Species presenter. Thanks so much to Kate for her support and thanks to everyone for donating. It's nice to see our target gradually growing going down throughout the show. If you want to get that target down and help us reach our target, help Freedom of Species going, help 3CR going. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Kate has also said stay radical for the animals. Sorry. That, <laughs> thanks for that. Thanks for uh, that message, Kate. Um, and, yeah, if you do want to help us reach our target, help uh, help Freedom of Species going, help 3CR going, you can call up 94198377. You can donate online at 3cr.org.au. You can also SMS a pledge in, so you don't have to give the money right now, but you just pledge a certain amount that you'll pay later. Uh, that The money, the number to SMS is 488 809 855 um, and yeah I think uh, thanks uh, yeah I think Viola is with us I want to say thanks to I, I think that that talk and your points there I think are really positive I think particularly with a lot of us feeling a bit demoralized about the conservative right-wing um, liberal national party gaining power in Australia and the points about a climate emergency being declared even with a conservative government in the UK definitely shows a lot of hope and as um, Adam and Violet touched on we need to go beyond the declaration and get action as well um, and moving on to animals more specifically I thought one way to talk a bit about um, yeah animals and the climate is to talk about the extinction of animals could you talk a bit about some of the extinctions that are going on as part of climate change Violet? Yes so um, there is um, obviously with the climate situation um, so our, our targets I want to talk about our targets um, with climate change at the moment and what that looks like for our planet because I think that really highlights um, what what we're looking at in terms of being able to protect our animals and, and the environment. I mean, I'm not just in it for the animals but also the trees and, like, all the plants and things like that that we won't see as well. So um, we know that at 0 0.5 to 1 degrees of warming, um, we lose our coral reef. Um, we lose the Arctic ice and the West Arctic ice. So um, there goes our polar bears and all those beautiful fish that are in those coral reefs. At 1 degree to 1.5 degrees of warming, Greenland ice sheets and sea level rise, many metres. So we lose a lot of land, a lot of natural habitat. Um, we lost the Bramble Cay. We're losing koalas to deforestation. That one really hit me, I think, um, you know, when when one of our, you know, most beloved creatures on this planet is is at threat because of what we're doing to the planet. It really should be a wake-up call to a lot of people um, of just how, um, how awful our practices are to this planet and, and how human-centric we think of the world rather than understanding that, you know, we are the caretakers of the world and, and the you know, we have the responsibility because we have the ability to to predict our actions and predict what's coming. Um, our one degree, 1 1.5 degrees, so the Paris Climate Agreement actually leads to five degrees of warming. And at five degrees of warming, um, it, it's just going to be absolutely catastrophic. So we can, at, at four degrees, the planet can only sustain one million people. So if the planet's only just going to be able to um, sustain one million people, I, you know, I can't imagine what the practices around protecting the species that our already human-centric civilization um, is going to come about. So I, I know that there is a lot of practices that we currently look at it and as vegans we you know we want to you know really give the best chance to to all of these animals for a good life but um you know the the at the end of the day if we don't focus on just saving our climate at this point then um you know there there is no no chance for for a lot of species to survive so um yeah, I, I I get so emotional about it. I, <laughs> a little, uh, yeah. So I I just um, I guess that's where I want to leave that is that you know the climate itself and the the ability to stay, sustain our planet um, as a whole is should be the main priority of anybody who wants to save 
so many animals and species and um, and and the flora as well. Yeah, and I like the way you did bring in that emotion to your talk. It was definitely like a bit of a, a different kind of speech, but in, in a really good way, the, the one we played on the show a couple of weeks ago. Um, the the Paris uh, 5% figure, because I believe the agreement was on two degrees, but is that sort of what Adam's touching on in terms of like what they're agreeing to and then what they're doing in practice? There's a discrepancy there. Is that why it will lead to 5%? Yeah, that's right. So there's um there's a lot of tipping points that weren't really factored into the science. So um, I would implore anybody to go and um, and research into David Spratt's um, talks on climate change. He's a Melbourne climate specialist, and um, he um, he really talks about how you know they don't factor in a lot of um, a lot of the um, tipping points like the permafrost and all that and the the um, Amazon and the oceans. So most of our air that we breathe is actually from from the ocean, every second breath from the plankton in the ocean, so um, algae, sorry, in the ocean. So it's sort of, um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, it's much bigger, much bigger than what you realise it's going to be, what it is when, when you start to go into it. Um, the Paris climate agreement um it was a discussion on economics and politics as much as it was about the planet and what they think we can feasibly achieve but um at the end of the day the it shouldn't really be about that that it should be more about what we can save mm. so um and yeah so if you're interested in david spratt's work you can go to breakthrough online org.au i believe and you're absolutely right like a 1.5 degrees we're we're already at a climate crisis right now there's already species who are severely impacted and um, under threat of extinction there's people who are losing their homes there's people who are dying going achieving 1.5 degrees is dangerous is very dangerous it Um, is very dangerous yes like i said well at one to five to two degrees we're looking at um a hothouse earth and um, yeah, if you or House Earth is also one of the most downloaded um, scientific papers in history at the moment. So I would definitely recommend people go and have a read of that as well. Um, and this, and, and the, this, the best part thing you can do is really understand the science. Like go and have a read. It's, take care of yourself. You know, there's a lot of climate grief that happens when you first start to really realize what's going on. And and you said that we all felt a little bit disheartened by the election results. And that's so true. You know, a lot of the community was really um, torn apart by it. And that's why we have been seeing such great turnouts to events and stuff. And I think that we are really at a point, we're kind of lucky in a way, because we are at a point where um, we get to make a difference. We get to have the voice we get to stand together and we get to have been a part of history where we will make the change. There seems to be this um, continuing um, sort of myth or idea that people have is, oh, planet Earth will be all right when, when, all, the, when all the humans are wiped out and they're all extinct, planet Earth will be fine, but it'll be better off without the humans, which is, which is a, an absurdity because what we're creating is a... Is a is a planet Earth that isn't fit for any kind of complex life at all. So That's... I think it's important for people to know, even if you're a complete misanthrope and you want humans wiped out, that all the uh, any any complex life will go as well. That um, we that it's we're creating an Earth that cannot support any complex life. Yeah, that's that's right. And um, for me, you know, I I think about. Um, I think about music and I think about love and I think about all the amazing things that we have created. Um, and I, I imagine the streets empty of, of like temples empty and, and all of those things. And, and that really drives me because we do have a beautiful society in, in a lot of ways. And, and I think that it's worth saving. And, um, you know, I don't think that we get to make that choice for all the other creatures as well. Um, I said I was a philosopher and and, you know, I studied cognition and, and the cognition of, of animals and consciousness of animals in particular. And, um, and you know, they are sentient beings and they do deserve, you know, um, they deserve to be respected in, in a way that uh, we respect children and their, their consent. And so 
if they can't consent to, you know, being killed, then we we need to protect them and protect that right. And, um, yeah, I think there's a lot to save, and, and that really does drive us all. And I think you're a really great guest to have on for our Radiothon show because I think throughout the year we've covered a whole wide range of issues. And again, we really encourage listeners to donate to help us keep doing that. Uh, but one of the biggest uh, topics I think we've covered or most frequent has been uh, this sort of intersection between animal and environmental issues. And I guess the importance of protecting the environment as a whole, but also protecting individual animals. I'm just wondering, um, yeah, your contributions to this issue of yeah, raising awareness of um, animal extinctions for example and damage to ecosystems as a whole how we can do that while still also valuing individual animals who i, I guess are important even yeah beyond just their ecosystem or beyond just them as a species yeah so um there's a lot of really dynamic conversations that i hear going along with xr um we have a lot of um permaculture specialist and, and a lot of vegans throughout the movement and uh, I'm very privileged to be able to be a part of and, and to mediate some really amazing conversations about what it does look like to have a sustainable planet and, and where our ethics do lie in that. And so um, with XR we, we definitely, like, definitely try and not broke too many solutions because it can alienate a lot of people and, and it's more important that we're all united on this front. And um, what's so great about when you are united, having those dynamic conversations about what exactly is the solution becomes two people who are on the same side, working that out together and really listening to each other and understanding that, you know, we don't have to fight, we can just have those conversations as opposed to, you know, when you feel like it's sort of me versus you and, and then, you know, we're arguing out and, and it becomes quite toxic. So there are a lot of solutions to to the climate crisis and, and I definitely know that agricultural practices need to change, um, both for the animals and the planet. You know, UN released that we only have 60 harvests left because of the way we're treating our soil and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, there's... There's definitely a lot that needs to be done, but I try and sort of stay away from myself advocating any particular solution um, other than on an individual level as, as you know, a philosopher and, and as a, an empathetic person who cares for every living being um, because I think that there are, there are much more important conversations to be had right now and we've got to crawl before we can run. And, and the first conversation is making sure that, you know, we declare that climate emergency and that, you know, we give ourselves the correct platform, which is the democracy fit for purpose, those citizens' assemblies, to really talk about what is the best next step. I don't sit here as a, an expert in the climate. I don't sit here as an expert in animal rights. I sit here as a concerned citizen who understands that our planet is being killed um, and the first step in that situation is to um, mitigate coal um, and, uh, like, nullify coal, rather, and, and then um, and, and other, you know, situations along that path. But, yeah, I just, I don't know, I, I, like I said, I, I hesitate to really bring a whole, whole lot of solutions to the table because I, I really want those to be had within the Citizens' Assembly um, and, and to be informed conversations between um, all the different sides. And on your own veganism personally, I'm wondering if you came to that position through your philosophy around animal rights and, and those kind of philosophical concepts or was it about the environmental impact of animal agriculture or a bit of everything? How, how did you come to veganism yourself? Um, well, I, I started as a vegetarian um, and I was 13 years old and I was eating a bit of chicken and I saw the vein and I was like, oh, that's a living thing. And then uh, I sat on it for about a week and really contemplated what that meant. Um, and then I turned to my mom and I was like, I think I have to be a vegetarian. And she goes, that means you can't have meat pies anymore. And um, I was like, I know. Um, and I fell into the hole of believing that... Um, that our agriculture practices were ethical and stayed a vegetarian for a long time until 
I had some, you know, amazing friends who really talked me through exactly what our agricultural practices were like and how they do torture the animals, how they... I saw videos of them taking calves away from their mothers and um, and what the chicken uh, farms look like, and, and that really pushed me into my veganism. And um, I've only been a vegan for a year and a half now, and, um, you know, I feel a lot better about my eating. I... Um, I it I came to the science of of the climate after, um, which is always great to land there after you've already made the choice because um, you know it sort of validates the the choices. But there are a lot of really great scientific reasons why, um, both for the climate and for ethical reasons, that we should be vegan, and um, I totally advocate for that on a personal level for sure. Yeah, thanks, Violet. And just um, while we're here, we'll just say uh, another spruik for Radiothon. Um, and I just wanted to ask you, Violet, what, why do you think independent radio like 3CR is important for activism like yours? Oh, um, I'm so, so grateful for 3CR. And um, this is my third 3CR interview now, and plus all of the amazing, um, you know, covers that you've done, like the of the uh, rally and things like that. And, and it's so, so important to have a platform that isn't being influenced by coal industry to specifically. Mm. Um, and, and, yeah, I just think that if anybody can, can offer to 3CR... Uh, support to keep them going it's so so valuable and and so so important that we can get the truth out because that's what it's about you know having independent radio stations means that we can get the truth out that is not um, tainted by capitalism and 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 by agenda so thank you guys so so much for the platform and and thank you everybody who's listening as well it's really really important and this Radiothon, we need to raise uh, $250,000 to keep 3CR on the air for another another year. And our um, our target is $1,650 and we're $105 in. And if you um, would like to help us keep Freedom of Species on the air, please um, ring up and donate. You can call and donate on 94198377. That's, or, with a, that's with a 03 in front of it if you're interstate. Ah, good point. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, you can donate online at 3cr.org.au or you can SMS on 04888098855. Even if you just want to say g'day on the SMS, feel free to SMS us on that number. Mm. Thanks so much to everyone who's already donated. We really appreciate that. And it is really important for, you know, for action on climate change, for animals, for a wide range of social justice issues to keep our show and 3CR going. Um, maybe, or oh, did you have, oh, go, go ahead, Kate. Oh, I've got um, an, another pledge just has come in. And this is $10 from Tazzy Waz, who is a, a little black and white cat who lives in Sunshine North. <laughs> <Nice>. So, so <laughs> oh, Tazzy's, uh, tell, Tazzy's getting on. Tazzy's mm. about 17 years old now and she's, mm. She's dug deep into her pocket and donated $10. Thank you, Tazzy Waz. Mm. And also we have $20 from William the Chocolate Labrador who mm. lives in Richmond. And William William is a, 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 a bonkers dog who lives in Richmond. And, yeah, $20. Thank you so much, William. Those fantastic pledges. Thank you. And oh, I want isn't that just darling <laughs> being called in. Oh, that makes me so happy. I know. And they, it's imagine how hard it would have been with those big paws tapping into your mobile phone. It would have been so tricky, but they persevered and they did it. Or maybe they did it online. I don't know. Oh, clever puppy. <laughs> we've got a we've got another couple of um, pledges that have just come through, oh, nice. and uh, ten dollars each from Jinx and Arlo. Thank you very much, and uh, twenty dollars from Neil. So thank you all very much for your um, donations and helping us stay on the air for another year. And we appreciate any support, human or non-human, for this show. So um, I wanted to hand over to Violet. I know you've got a couple of events that you're speaking at, attending, organising, etc. Um, coming up soon, I think, and also some later in the year. So yeah, just want to hand over to you to give you a chance to promote those events to encourage listeners to get along. Yeah, fantastic. So um, we have a massive rally happening next 
Friday at 5.30. So it's our first big event that's actually outside of business hours, which has really been requested by a lot of people. So please come along. We're going to be disrupting Burke Street Mall and the streets around there. Um, I'll be giving another speech and we'll also have a lot of speeches from some other really prominent people in the community. Um, and then the big one, so I know that in my speech I talked about September 20, which is Earth Strike, um, but we've actually had an XR-specific Alliance of the Willing week-long um, protest happening on October 7 as well. And what that looks like is um, what they did in London, which is what has made the biggest impact over there in them being able to declare a climate emergency, which is that week-long, full disruption, big festival in the streets. And, and we actually conduct citizens' assemblies in those actions as well. So we give people a taste of what it's like to come together. And I really, really would love to implore the vegan community to come. These movements, you know, Extinction Rebellion, it, it's non-hierarchical. It, um, it's really made of the people who are in it. And so uh, if you want to have a say about what you think is important for our future, it's really, really important to make sure you're turning up to events and, and giving your voice to the community. And, um, you know, the, the vegan community has really come on board with XR in the UK as well because, um, you know, there is a platform there and, and I really want to see us being filled in the, the movement and, and having that really strong presence. So please come along to that one on October 7. And, I, I yeah, we'll make sure we share those around on our social media pages if we haven't already. And, yeah, I also wanted to, yeah, do you want to mention the Extinction Rebellion website? I believe people can sort of sign up as activists there on the site. Yeah, so it's ozrebellion.earth. And you can sign up through there and you'll get our emails with all the updates. Also jump onto our Facebook, Extinction Rebellion Australia. And if you're in Victoria, um, there's also a private page, which is um, oh, Extinction Rebellion Vic Discussion. So, um, But you have to answer some questions to get on that one. And that's just a really good place for where we do have a lot of discussions as well about um, you know, permaculture and, and veganism and, and what are the next step, steps. So that's a really good place for where we educate ourselves within the movement. Um, yeah, but definitely get onto the ozrebellion.earth, no.com or .au and um, join us and, and come along to the events and make yourself known. Um, we're at a stage now where, you know, if you want to save the planet, you have to hit the streets with us. There is no other way. We've tried every other way. We've been trying every other way for so long and, and it's not making any traction um, because capital is such a strong incentive for so many people and we understand why, um, which is why we need to disrupt the system and, and hold capital at, at stake. Thanks so much for your time today, Violet. I really loved what you have to say and I think it really has summed up a lot of the things we've been covering throughout the last year. Um, good, okay. And... Violet, what are you? Um, I just wanted to get your thoughts on on Greta, the Swedish schoolgirl girl, school girl who's who's just I find her incredible. She's this amazing sixteen year old who just started off um, protesting outside the Swedish Parliament, calling That's for right. um, climate action. And I just think she is absolute amazeballs, and she's vegan. And I, I, she's been a lot of the Swedes. Apparently, she didn't get much support from the Swedish people. It was when she became a bit of a worldwide phenomena that the Swedish people themselves went, oh, maybe, maybe she is all right because they'd been sort of tearing her down a little bit. Apparently, I've heard from a from a Swedish person told me that, and um, and you know, Greta's vegan and she's so she's promoting veganism and she's promoting radical, urgent climate action. What what do you what do you take on her, um, Violet? Oh, Greta is my absolute hero um, for so many reasons. Greta's also Asperger's as well, so she's a really good advocate for the mental health community. Um, and she has such great messages and she's so strong. And, and to hear her talk, um, she just speaks so clearly and, and um, I'm... I'm so, so proud of her, and she really is the the epitome of the understanding that just a small group of people can really change the world, and, um, and yeah, I, I think any, every, everybody and anybody should follow her, um, her Facebook and, and follow her, her movement because she just, um, she really is 
a hero. She's a hero of everybody. And um, she's really making difference and making waves just by standing by what she believes in and not taking no for an answer and and um, having a strong integrity that's super important. And, yeah, um, I, I couldn't I couldn't be more in love with someone I've never met, to be honest. <laughs> and um, her talks are so amazing. I've, I've listened to a few of her um, talks online and for a 16-year-old, oh, my God, even for a for a, for any age, she her talks are incredible. She just nails it every time. She's so articulate and she's so precise, and yeah. um, she crafts her messages so beautifully, word for word. Yes, yeah. Um, she conducted a mic check at one of the campouts in the UK um, uh, Extinction Rebellion, um, yeah rallies and um, if for anybody who doesn't know what a mic check is I'll be having one at the rally I'll be doing one at the rally next Friday and basically like you say a sentence and then the whole crowd repeats the sentence as well and it's so powerful and that one was so powerful and and you know she introduced herself and she's like I'm a 16 year old girl and the whole crowd said you know repeats her and it was so (laughs) funny and so sweet and and the one that she gave at the UN was just so powerful so powerful and there's been so many where she's just stood in front of the elite of the world and said you guys are not doing enough You're, you have the power do something our planet is on fire our, our house is on fire and and i want you to act like it and you know the first few months i was in extinction rebellion i i really did hear that echoing in my voice like my house is on fire i have to do something i have to do something and that you know gave way to me being able to relinquish some of the things in my life because we all have full lives you know we all you you can't exist without having things going on and and it does take sacrifice to to take action and you have to give away little pieces of your life to to be able to do stuff um to save the the planet and and have make action and and those things are all worth it because you know they won't be here if we don't do that we better let you go. We're running out of time, but thanks so much. And also, I would say, um, not discredit, but also Violet is a great speaker as well. So you, hear, you can hear Violet's talk at freedomofspecies.org as well as on iTunes. But, yeah, we better let you go. Thanks so much for your time, Violet. It's been great uh, to have you on. Thank you, thank Violet. You guys. Thank you guys so much. And, and just one more holler, please, everybody who's listening, give a great donation to these guys. They work so hard and they give so much to the community and, and help share so much. And, and I really, really um, wish you guys the best of luck in, in reaching your goals. Oh, thanks. thanks so You're much. a poppet. You. And we're going to um, go to a track, but I think we'll finish with that track that Kate suggested and we'll go to a community announcement after we've heard, um, yeah, more, more plugs. Thanks. More donations. Sorry. Thanks so much for that. So we've got a, um, a, a pledge for $20 from a pussycat called Tiger. And Tiger was a rescue cat and is now um, a darling neighbour of of a human called Jennifer who lives in Coburg. So thank you very much, Tiger, for your $20. That is awesome. Oh, that's awesome, I should say, <laughs> if I'm going to be cheesy. Um, so it's not too late to make a donation. The numbers to call are uh, 03-9419-8377. Call up, donate. Um, you can donate with a credit card or you can don- pledge to just come in in person or send in a check or whatever. You can also donate donate by getting online 3cr.org.au or you can SMS your pledge by calling um, 04888 We've got Lawrence Pope's Some Touch of Pity. That's a book, um, a ripper book written by Lawrence Pope, who is a Melbourne animal activist. It's selling for $25. We've only got one copy left. Lucky last for someone who calls in um, who wants this book friend of mine read it, said it's great, really, really good. And we've also got these books for children, for primary age school children called Kitty McSporran Saves the Animals. And they're picture storybooks about anti-vivisection and they're not traumatic. No. It sounds, it's, an, it's a traumatic subject, but yeah. it's done very sensitively and very beautifully. It's got a pink cover. It's got a uh, yeah, lots of like quite positive Im- images and, and yeah, nothing graphic or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. very colourful. Very, and, yeah. really yeah. nice. And they've been donated by the by the um, author and the illustrator, Kathleen McLaren. Now, if you want to have a look at both those books, you can go to our Facebook page, 
just we're just freedom of species on facebook and it's one of the last posts we put up just this morning like an hour or two ago and there's a photo of both those books so you can get an idea of what they look like so the lawrence pope book is 20 bucks uh, 25 bucks and the kitty mcspiron kids book is 10 bucks and we can send them to you or you can come and pick them up from the station in smith street fitzroy and before we get out of here, we should mention our trivia afternoon that's going to be raising money for our show and for Radiothon. So this is happening on Sunday, 30th of June from 3 till 6 p.m. Um, so it has changed time from what we originally promoted to one hour later. The venue has also changed. So the new venue is Euro Kitchen at 100 Kerr Street in Fitzroy, um, which is a new all-vegan European restaurant, um, which I haven't been to yet, but I look forward to. I've the, been and it's yeah. really good. Great. Really, yeah, really good. look forward to it. So the tickets are $12.50 if you want to come along just for the trivia and around about $29 or $30 if you want trivia as well as a meal, which is a Beyond Meat burger, fries and a soft drink or a Donna kebab and soft drink or vegan of course um, the tables of six people uh, for the trivia night you don't need six people though you can just you know join any table through the site whether you've got one person two people three people whatever um, so yeah you can just go on that um, that site and get the ticket regardless of how many people you've got form a table form half of table whatever you want to do for all the information about this just search trivia for animals on Facebook you can also find it on our freedom of species Facebook page as well we're having a another um, fundraising event and it's going to be a cake stall. Mm-hmm. We're going to hold it at the Cruelty Free Store, which is in, where's that, Fitzroy? Uh, Johnson yeah. Street. Is Just it off, Johnson Street? Oh, Fitzroy. not on Johnson Street yeah. in Fitzroy, yeah. So yeah. We're, doing a, we're doing a fundraising cake stall there um, with vegan, vegan baked goods. So we haven't set the date yet, but stay tuned. We'll, we'll put an announcement um, on our Facebook page. It'll probably be in... I don't know, probably next month at this rate. But please um, stay tuned for that for that date and please come along and buy some vegan cakes for your face. And you can give us feedback on the show, info at freedomspecies.org. Also contact us on Facebook or Twitter at FOS Radio. Make sure you stay tuned to and we encourage you to, to, donate, to, to donate to Encyclopedia coming up. Um, yeah, well worth supporting that show. Encourage you to support 3CR. Uh, again, you find all the information at 3cr.org.au. And we're going to go out with a track that Kate has chosen. Um, this is called um, End of the World. I thought it was appropriate. End of the World, and it's by... <laughs> A Swedish group, sort of also appropriate for Greta. Um, it's a Swedish group called the Motorhomes. And thanks so much to everyone for their donations throughout the show. And remember, you can still make donations via 3cr.org.au. It doesn't just have to be within this hour. So you can make donations like this afternoon or whatever as well. So I really encourage any, any donations. Thanks so much to everyone who supported. Yeah, I mean, you can donate tomorrow or the next day or you can yeah. donate whenever. But please, 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 we've got a lot to raise. So please have And come along out. to our trivia night as well, trivia afternoon as yeah. well, and support the show that way too. It'll be fun. The end of the world was announced some time ago. Did you enjoy listening to that podcast? Here at 3CR, we're a community radio station, and you're part of that. Right now is Radiothon, when we ask our community to pitch in with a few dollars that can help keep media in the hands of our community. This year, we need to raise $250,000 to keep the station on air. Any amount that you can afford makes a big difference. And it's really easy to donate. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. Your support is greatly appreciated and helps us power radical podcasts for yet another year. Thanks, as always, for listening.